0: So much you. a great place to get a seafood meal, Miami, Miami, picture at Los Angeles, 2017.
1: Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott
0: and I'm Carrie Doherty and
1: this is a podcast where we watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then what do we do? We talk about it.
0: (laughs) I don't know if you're going to I didn't know if you were asking me to answer the question, but there was a
1: rhetorical. What do we do? (laughs) And then all of the listeners out there, every all four of you were like, we We talk talk about about it. it. (laughs) I like to think
0: that that's what they did, too. We just watched season five, episode fourteen, <laughs> "Great Expectations," which aired on January thirteenth, nineteen ninety, and is the one where first episode of the new
1: year, right? Oh no, second,
0: no, yeah, but this is the one where
1: where there's no story.
0: Well, not that
1: there's no story. <laughs>
0: uh, well, we do know Dorothy goes to some positivity classes, well, and Dorothy to...
1: on the on the invitation of Rose, so Dorothy Sophia. And Rose go to positivity classes.
0: Yes, well, and Blanche, or but, seminar, but also seminar. Blanche is having some. Blanche is having some issues she, with her dating life. It start
1: well. We'll get into it. Yeah, she's having issues. That's a good way of putting it because it's complicated.
0: Right off because it's not
1: clear, really.
0: Well, it is. It just it, it just isn't though because it, it starts
1: it, off with it as an age problem, sort of, and then it morphs into like a vulnerability problem. Like, it, it quickly changes from her being like, when I was younger, I could I could attract younger men, but what's a woman in her 40s supposed to do? Well, and then all of a sudden it's like, I don't want him to die.
0: No, no. I, I think it was, I think it's just that we, it takes a minute to understand where Blanche is coming from because Blanche, although I will say... Let's just get into it cuz
1: Well no we had to we have things to do before we get into it. Oh
0: yes, I'm so so sorry. Um <laughs> I'm jumping the gun. This is what happens when we record like I'm going to say late night because like
1: you are not PM a late night late person like you I can I can my even brain tell works a lot better
0: when we record in the morning. I know
1: I can tell because like you you're you're more high energy in the morning. You're 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 faster response. You're louder. Like now <laughs> your volume level is is at the same level level as mine because you're in like your nighttime. Mode. I'm in my
0: nighttime mood. I'm, I'm sitting Whereas back. This relaxed. is where
1: I'm like ready to go. I'm ready to do shit.
0: Um, yes, before we jump into the episode, we just want to give a special Golden Girls hello to an out-on-the-lanai listener. A
1: VIP fan. A
0: VIP, uh, oodler, which we, we still oodler. call everybody oodlers. Um, such a
1: weird, it sounds like a cookie.
0: Oodles. Oodles of fun, or oodles of noodles. It sounds like
1: soup. Yo, Carrie, give me another oodle.
0: Yeah, oodles and noodles.
1: Like you did with my sriracha before. Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I gave you sriracha from your fridge because you didn't want to get up. I didn't um, want to get up. Anyway, out on the Lanai listener, Kiki Motley. We just wanted to reach out and say hello. I'm obsessed with your name, Kiki. Oh, Kiki. I love your first name. I love your last name because your last name is like, oh, we're like a Motley crew. And then your first name reminds me of one of my favorite movies, America's Sweethearts, where I don't know, Mm -hmm. Kiki, if people followed you around and did this, but there's a great part in the movie. Julie Roberts' name is Kiki in the movie, and Catherine Zeta-Jones plays her sister. Yeah. I know. (laughs) And she talks about how, because Catherine Zeta-Jones is this famous actress in Kiki He's her assistant and she's talking about how like she's doing an impression of Catherine Zeta-Jones and she's like, oh, Kiki, I just need you to get this for me. Mm, Kiki, so no, oh, Kiki, just give me this. Just give me that. Anyway, so I love the name Kiki. So you
1: sound like the the, the woman who plays the Japanese woman on Mad TV. Miss uh, Swan. That's what you just sound. like. You Forstein. sounded like Miss Swan. <sighs> so. <laughs> hey, Kiki. So sorry. I'm loving doing, you. I guess what's a racist Loving accent. you, sending all good vibes.
0: All right, so let's jump into this episode because we have some questions. I will say I loved that this episode opened. The first thing we see is Blanche as a sparkly cowgirl.
1: I mean, there is no better way to introduce Blanche into an episode than as a sparkly cowgirl.
0: I think I saw her bra, too, because that shirt was buttoned, unbuttoned low. I don't know if
1: it would be the first time we've seen that, probably. Yeah, we, no, it isn't. Because didn't she wear the red dress that she wore to her wedding? And she's like, I finally can fit into it. And then when she turns around, you see her bra you behind. see the
0: back of it. Yeah. It's very different to see the front of the bra.
1: I mean, some people have back fetishes. Yeah. I don't. I don't either. That's weird.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. no. Let's not. Let's not. Like, I mean, if you're into that, that's and...
1: cool. I'm going to tell you it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> if we were here together.
0: <clears throat> so uh, Blanche is dressed up like a sparkly cowgirl. Oh, that out. Because she's
1: going out with Morty Fishbein. She's going a genuine cowboy, Morty Fishbine. Authentic
0: barbecue with Morty. Yeah. And she says, Yippee Io KY. <laughs> Love that joke for Blanche. Love it.
1: I wonder if she got the warming sensation, KY.
0: I wonder if she was because that's a like a product. I wonder if you're allowed to say KY, but maybe you can't say KY jelly.
1: I have a question about um, bras. No. KY Jelly. KY Jelly. Okay. I see these commercials of straight, because it's always straight people. I see these commercials of straight people talking about, you know, the warm sensation, KY Jelly, like all these things about lubricants. Mm -hmm. Now, what are straight people doing that they need lubrication? Like external lubrication. Outside of like, like, doesn't the vagina create its own lubrication?
0: Well, it does, but sometimes, like, for example, like sometimes when women like are just out of the shower, like there's just certain instances where you might need something because it it's not.
1: So the lubrication doesn't <laughs> come from being turned on.
0: Well, yeah, I guess so. I.
1: Is this making you uncomfortable?
0: No, I just feel like <laughs> I mean we're literally I'm I'm two two well, no, really, notes down it really and could, every and, time this is minute two of the podcast we're time, already on a tangent. Every,
1: every well because it's important. No, and, just sometimes There you are need so it. many gay male listeners that I I know I know for a fact that gay men like me have seen these commercials. Gay men like gaymen you, gay men have seen these commercials on television and gone, what the fuck are straight people using lubrication no, for? Unless they're doing you need anal, it. like
0: Some, no no no, it's not need lubrication and and yes yeah, sh- maybe street straight couples who do anal maybe are using it, but I do yes. know that also I'm so sorry guys for anybody who's like, I listened to this because I wanted to hear <laughs> people talk about the golden girls. I'm not here. This is a conversation a, that
1: Blanche has had. I guarantee you.
0: <clears throat> but no, sometimes, sometimes you do need it. It's just a, it's a fact of life. Yeah.
1: Fascinating. Well, yeah. yippee. i o k y. okay. Why?
0: Yes. Um, <laughs> and I love to, she's like, have you seen my gun? Uh, cause she has a holster and nothing That's to not put the in line. it.
1: There's a, there's a, um, there's a, it's like a diamond thing, isn't it? She's like, Dorothy, um, have you do you know where my diamond holster thing I can't, I don't remember the line, but it was like a diamond uh, thing. It was like a, like a sparkle a thing. It was a thing. type of gun? It, no, this it wasn't is why even you should a gun. take notes. I know, I can't take notes. It would stress me out.
0: Anyway, <laughs> the phone rings. and yes, um, it's Morty. Morty, who threw, threw his, his back out. Threw his
1: back out putting on his shoes, which, you know, I've been there. I have horrible back problems. I have been there.
0: He threw his back out. And this is where Blanche says that she's dating guys that are too old. Old,
1: Yeah, because... And she needs to start
0: dating younger guys, which I'm like, Blanche, you've been there. You dated Dirk. Blanche, yeah. and the younger man. Yeah. We all know how that works out.
1: Watercress salad. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't
1: even know what that is. Uh,
0: remember when she was like in the living room and she was like doing the crunches and yeah. stuff and she was like, I need my bee pollen.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It was great. Yeah. Um, And Rose comes in and Rose is...
1: A ball of positivity. She
0: is super positive. They
1: literally the the writers of. I mean, no offense if you listened or write for Sex and the City or did, but you literally stole the storyline from Sex and or from Golden Girls, like. Literally. This
0: was a Golden Girls. Uh, this or was this a, was a, a Sex in the City episode. Yeah. And then yeah. it was
1: a but I mean they changed it because then at the end of it, like when they went to the happiness seminar or whatever, mm-hmm. and the happiness seminar instructor was like, You're just you're just not doing it right, or something. Like she said oh, something sort of like almost kind of mm-hmm. ha- positively critical yeah. of of uh whatever whoever was there. And Carrie was like, She's doing fine. <laughs> and it was just like a whole moment. I see. Yeah, Sex in the City. Okay, don't watch it. I know you don't know. So
0: um, (laughs) Rose is um, being super positive because she just joined a group that sort of brings positivity to your life. Yeah. Which um, I hadn't seen this episode for a while, so I was like, "Oh no, I hope this isn't like a cult thing." And then I remembered once we got to the next scene that it's not. Um, I also kind of want a T-shirt of Rose with a big smile that says, "It's like life. It's like life is one big weenie roast, and I'm the biggest weenie."
1: (laughs) Because
0: oh. even, even if you go, okay, that's like a funny rose thing, haha, whatever, you wouldn't want to be the biggest weenie at a weenie roast because then you're probably going to be the first one to be cooked and eaten. At least if you're a small weenie, it's somebody might be like, ah, leave that one in the pack.
1: But then you just rot, and you go bad, and then you get thrown away.
0: I don't know. I just saw the movie Sausage Party on a plane. It's a good and movie. I liked it, but that's the whole thing is that they don't want to get eaten.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, if your whole goal in life is to be eight, really, like that's what, that's what, your, that's what your purpose is, then you want to be Then maybe be you the want to be the biggest weenie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: anyway, I kind of just want a T-shirt. Um, so Rose convinces the other women to join her. At this um yeah. at the motor lodge for <laughs> I don't know if it's create your own happiness or create your own miracles. The because sign the signs agree Create Your says, Own Happiness. Yeah. But then Mary Ellen said, Welcome to Create Your Own Miracles. And they're in the
1: same space that seems to be used for courtrooms and like so many other things on the show.
0: Can we talk about the extras in this scene? Oh
1: my god, there is a man sitting at <laughs> uh Like, behind Dorothy and to the left, if you're looking dead on Dorothy, who is literally getting his, like, he not only has a SAG card, he has a HAM card.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Thank you. He, (laughs) Yeah, he was HAMming it up. Well, everybody was because, like, the idea is that these people are all supposed to be positive, right? But they're not allowed to speak. Yeah. So what you have are these extras who are literally, like, looking up at the sky and like, oh, what? What? I, oh, wow. Like they're seeing so amazing. everything for the first time and they're smiling. Yeah. And I know that the other women like sort of comment on how they all kind of look a little crazy, but they all look a little crazy. Mm-hmm. And especially that guy, because I mean, Dorothy and Sophia stand up and sit down like nine times in the scene. But just watch the dude behind Dorothy when she stands up. Like, he's a up brunette. He's wearing like a gray suit. He I looks think. like
1: the priest in the episode, the Christmas episode from a little bit ago. Like, yeah, he.
0: Okay, but he's not as hot as the priest who was the husband and oh, the hand that rocks the cradle. As hot. No, I, actually, no, I don't think he's as hot. No, he's, I was like, he's objectively he probably not has, like, as handsome. He's
1: probably like completely, no. like, he has no. no chest hair except for that no. little bitty trail no. underneath his belly. See, button. I don't even
0: know. I'm not even thinking about him with his shirt off I because I would like to stay. I'd like the priest. I like the young priest and also George Clooney.
1: Ugh. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, This place did start... It did feel cultish because everybody goes like, you're special at the same time. And also, here's the thing that I don't like about Mary Ellen and her, quote, message of positivity. Yeah. Because when Dorothy's like a little... um. She's a little skeptic about this. Instead of being like, Dorothy, I understand your skepticism. Trust me, I've been there. But like, if you just open up a little bit, instead of doing that, she sort of goes over to Dorothy and she's like, you know what? You're a cynic. Yeah. You're always pointing out what's wrong with the world. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You have to foster positivity. It starts with you, Mary Ellen.
1: You're a cynic.
0: I'm not a cynic. I'm a realist.
1: Alternative facts.
0: But... So I, I think that Mary Ellen, I mean, Mary Ellen really should look deep inside herself because she's not.
1: Mary Ellen is making bank. I think Mary Ellen's fine.
0: Do you think I also wasn't getting like a Tony Robbins self-help vibe from her? I, I can't, oh, I was. I didn't. I wasn't really getting the appeal of Mary I, Ellen. I
1: am. I mean, she she has that sort of false authority of, of positivity. And it's like those people just ugh, my brother has some um, mom you need to take those Tony Robbins books from Jason and you need to burn them. Like Tony Robbins, there was a Netflix documentary about Tony Robbins. You see this?
0: No, what's it called?
1: I forget like shit. It's called shit. No. And it's yes, it's called I'm a piece of shit. My name's Tony Robbins. Watch this documentary when you're that really drunk. That sounds very off brand. I know. It was it was him interacting a new audience. Uh, <laughs> no, but I I've never been. I'm not a positive person. I hate yoga. Like I'm I mean I'm a positive person. I just don't I'm not like I don't relax well.
0: Right. Oh yeah, I don't either. I only because I don't have the um I have a very short attention span. And I mm-hmm. bet people are like, if you just open your mind up and if you can meditate for five minutes and all this other stuff, and, and maybe it would make me a no, more positive. No,
1: to calm my anxiety in New York City, I did this yoga to the people thing. Did you ever go to that yoga to the people in, like, no. in St. Saint, Saint Mark's Place area? And, and I went, and it's donation-based yoga, and everyone was like, it'll calm you, it'll calm you. Fucking it like same if you know New York City, you know that St. Mark's is near NYU and NYU dorms. And every single fucking actor from NYU went to this fucking free yoga class. And as they're there, I'm sorry guys, I'm very passionate about this. As they're there, I'm trying to be like centered and doing the shit they're telling me to do, like calm and you know what I mean? And everyone around me is like they sound that's what they do to exhale. It's like this. Uh, And imagine it in like in mass. It's the most obnoxious thing. I'll never do yoga again.
0: Okay, well that's not for you, but I also I can't (laughs) I can't hate on people who like that's the way that they
1: They're not relaxing. They're being dramatic. Are you sure? I'm positive. You do Mm. not need to exhale that audibly. In a yoga class. I don't
0: know. Don't. I think that's Have a thing. You,
1: no, it is not a thing. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a, not thing. a thing. I've heard other
0: people do it's it. Not, and
1: they're being dramatic too. It's They're all pieces of shit. It's not a thing. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: are polarizing. It's okay. A lot if you of... guys
1: want to be like obnoxiously vocal in your yoga class, by all means, live your life. And I'm just glad I'm not there to witness it.
0: Well, I'm sure that they're glad that you're not there to make them feel insecure or just glare at them like if a they're judgmental a-hole. They asshole. deserve to
1: be insecure.
0: No, they don't. <laughs> so, anyway, even though I don't think Mary Ellen's message was very effective, Dorothy, it seems it it stuck with her because the next day when she's home, she has made a list of all the negative thoughts that she's had recently, and it's. It's at least 187 pages.
1: I mean, that's about my list, too. <laughs> like,
0: of all her negative thoughts, oh, can I tell you something? Yeah. I feel really, I feel like Golden Girls uh, out on the Lanai listeners, you guys know I don't really open up a lot um, oh. to sort of reveal things about myself and my vulnerabilities. But I feel like, real quick, right now, and I know we'll, we'll continue on with the episode, but when I was in college, I, um,
1: you scared a woman and she ran into the woods cause she was terrified of clowns.
0: clowns. No, no, that was, <laughs> I was in high school When I was in college. There was a kid, I'm not going to say his real name. Let's just call him Tony. Uh, Tony and I went to high school together and we worked together at this place and then we went to college. We went to the same local school together and we commuted together every single day and, he and we had classes together, and we worked together. So I saw him more than I saw like my family and my high school boyfriend wow. combined. Tony and Tony, um, and he used to do things that annoyed me. Like he would eat, um, like hot pockets in my car on oh, the way to school, pockets. and then my or, and my car smelled like hot pockets all the time.
1: That's, that's a delightful smell. And
0: he just did things that really annoyed me, and I didn't like the music that he listened to sometimes. So I remember one day we had a test. And I finished the test and I got out and I went into my car and he was like, oh, I'll come find you. And it took him like another 45 minutes to to finish the test. So I was sitting in the car, in my car, the parking lot of our college like, I'm like, I could have gone home. I, I would have been home by now. And while I was sitting in the car, I made a list of all the things that I didn't like about him. And it got real long. Like, I think I made it up to, like, a hundred things that I didn't like about him. Wow. And then I just left it in my car, kind of hoping that he would find it. But he never did. Um. Anyway, I just... That feels really good to say out loud.
1: Wow. Um. <laughs> yeah, I would never, ever do anything like that. Not because... I didn't feel over a hundred things against Tony, even though I completely support a hot pocket scent, but
0: he did other things. I just can't think of them right now.
1: Well, clearly, they aren't that memorable because you made a list of a hundred of them. I know,
0: but I think but since then, I think I've just become a more positive person, you know, kind of like oh. Dorothy was trying to do, so yeah I, just wouldn't, kind of I wouldn't. I wouldn't out.
1: write that down. I would literally just accept it and be like, "Yeah, but it's Tony.
0: He would also only give me five dollars a week for gas, and I was like driving every day.
1: Oh, that's weird.
0: And it was, you know, I mean, I know gas was like 99 cents at the time, but anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Dorothy tells Sophia. Glad we had that
1: breakthrough, Carrie.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I I wish I felt better than I do. Um,
1: Where's Tony now?
0: uh, I think he might be a cop or if, oh i think he's tony a,
1: became a cop and no. you wrote a list of a hundred bad things no, he did he is I think serving he might the people be,
0: i think he might be a volunteer firefighter I he's forget. saving <laughs> lives
1: in a volunteer capacity oh yeah I and saw you have him, a list of a hundred bad things him, about him i
0: saw i've seen him in the years this since man and when i do saves, see him
1: when have you saved I think a life a, <laughs> <laughs> carrie you know what his list is going to be his list is going to be carrie's never saved a life <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a very short list of all the lives I haven't saved. Um, So, so Dorothy realizes that she's a negative thinker, and she's going to try to start thinking more positively. Now, at this point, Blanche comes in with Stephen.
1: There's no introduction of Stephen. I. There's, is it
0: possible that we missed Blanche talking about Steven before she came in with Steven? It's possible,
1: but I don't remember it. And I, but and this is also an episode that I do kind of pass over because it's like snooze. But I, I, uh, I don't remember her talking about Steven. I Maybe she passed I don't remember her talking it. about
0: Steven either. However, she comes in. They're both dressed for tennis, but they weren't playing tennis. They, they look were great. a banging. And,
1: and Steve Steven's great. a good actor.
0: Yeah, he was good. I liked him, though yeah. he was a little bit dramatic in the hospital bed. We'll talk about it. I thought it was cute. Um. So they come in, and Steven goes to, like, use the bathroom, and... Wait,
1: no, no, no. You need <laughs> to set up the joke. So... Stephen says, Mm, can I get a glass of water? I must have lost 10 pounds from sweat. And Dorothy says, from playing tennis. And then Stephen says, oh, yeah, tennis. Yes, that's what we were doing. Tennis. Yes, definitely tennis. It, they were, they were fucking. Yeah.
0: Oh, yes. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so when he leaves the room, Blanche says that. She they're seeing each other again. And she thinks the problem before was that he was on the rebound from Karen, Karen, his ex girlfriend. Like, this time it's great
1: because he's gotten up. I get that. <clears throat> I get that. Like, I've done that too. Like, I've hooked up with exes before, um, uh, after you know, after whatever. When when I finally gotten over them and the feelings have kind of thought down, and I'm able to sort of do the things that I need to do mm-hmm. with them yeah. without without the entanglement of being in a relationship. Sure, yeah, I you get know. that. Um, And to see how badly they've gone. So
0: then it's just another day. And um, Dorothy comes home and she sort of had this revelation where she's like, she every time she goes to the deli, the she gets the shitty roast beef. And she went in with a positive attitude, and this time she got a good piece. And she shows it to all the women, like she's so proud it's of her fun, roast beef. It is
1: fun to see B. Arthur like this because this isn't this is when in season five, I think, when B. Arthur starts turning into sort of sort of more of a slapsticky type character, and. And it's hard to believe some of the reactions from Dorothy. I'll be I'll be honest. When they switch this switcher storyline a little bit, but it's fun to see her like this because she's so giddy about she it. She
0: also looked incredibly tall in this scene. Huge, I massive. Don't know, I don't know what it was, but in those wider shots when she's standing and everyone else is sitting, yeah. I was like, oh. She I think it tall. had
1: something to do with because her top was very short. Mm-hmm. Not short, but it was like normal length. Was
0: she wearing a belly piece? Did I miss it? <laughs> she was she was wearing, wearing a, a tank top?
1: top. <laughs> no, and. And she, yeah, it just it, she's not you. She doesn't usually wear that, so we don't usually see yeah. her full legged.
0: There was full legged. There was also a joke that I liked where she, Dorothy says, like, right now with her positive attitude, she feels like she can make anything happen. And Blanche comes in and she's like, "What a beautiful day!" And Dorothy's like, "Thank you." It's <laughs> <That's> really great. <laughs>
1: Um, and Blanche comes in because she is feeling all the tingly things about Stephen. But then the she, phone rings. Oh my God! Stephen had a heart attack.
0: Done, done, done. Act break.
1: I mean, uh, I'm. Uh,
0: so then when we come back, and I know because it would have been great if instead of her going out with Morty, like set up her relationship with Stephen a little bit more. I just don't. Yeah, that's it where didn't my make confusion sense. was. Is that. She's talking about Morty and he threw his back out. She doesn't want to date old guys, but then she runs into Steven, but he's, you know, he's was from the, on the rebound from Karen before. So now it's fine. I don't know. It's too many. I, I it's can't remember many. if in that moment where she talked about him and Karen, if she said like, "And I know he's old, but it's yeah. okay." I'm like, "Why do we need to talk well, about?" I don't know.
1: And Blanche, Blanche isn't <clears throat> going to the hospital to visit Stephen when he had a heart attack because he she doesn't she doesn't want to make it serious. And going to the hospital means that she's in it, and she's it's serious.
0: And we all we know now too from the way that Blanche reacted to when Big Daddy died, Blanche sort of has this like. I mean, this was less about denial and more about distancing herself yeah. from something because she didn't want to deal with it emotionally. Protecting herself, she's yep.
1: avoiding, you yep. know, the feelings.
0: Yep. So, you know, she doesn't want to go to the hospital because if she goes to the hospital, it means like, you know, she's committed to him and she doesn't want to date a 60 year old guy who I might love die. that.
1: I do love that. I just wish that I again, I I agree. I wish at the top of the episode we had Stephen a little bit more so that it kind of it made that heart attack more sort of emotionally um, dramatic. Yeah, you know what it didn't I mean?
0: resonate as much because the only time it we've like seen like they were together were, for a day. Yeah, and he's yeah. like... They, like, make a joke about banging, and then he leaves to a go get water. A good yes. joke about banging, yeah.
1: yes. Yeah, no, it didn't... Yeah, so, like, when Steven has a heart attack, it's like, well, so what? Men have a heart attack at that age all the time. Who gives a fuck?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I get where she's coming from, but, you know, at the same time, it's like, life oh. is short, and...
1: Yeah, no, and no, know. I mean, I love, and I've talked about this on the podcast a bunch, I love when Blanche is vulnerable, and I think that's when Rue McClanahan's best performances mm-hmm. come from, is when she's emotionally vulnerable, and and her character is forced to deal with something that she's not usually forced to deal with, right. and I love that. This feels, on the surface, a little sort of just like they were breezing through the episode. There doesn't seem to be much here that 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 it has much depth to it. You know what I mean? It's- well,
0: we're not. I mean. We're not necessarily and learning. And I can't tell
1: what's the main story.
0: Well, the the main the story the A story is Blanche's story. The B story is doesn't story, feel B story. that way. Well, it's it doesn't feel that way because it started in a weird place. Because it started it started with, with the B story. Morty. Well, no, but it, it would have been nice if if Stephen was the man at the beginning yeah. of the episode instead of this fictitious Morty. Well, not fictitious, but Morty who we never meet who
1: throws. No, we his back do meet. Out. We do meet Morty. Remember, it's like season six, I think, and. Uh, M- Morty isn't answering her calls or anything, and then they go over to the house, and she that's has not that.
0: Morty, that's Morty. No, isn't it? Mm-mm. Pretty sure it's Morty. Isn't it's not
1: uh, Fishbom? No, it's
0: not Morty. Why am I? You uh, keep going. It's Mel, I'll find Mel it. Bushman. Mel
1: Bushman. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mel Bushman. We never meet Morty. Wow.
0: Yeah, I think mm. Morty's a. But anyway, yeah. um, so then Sophia tells a really great story. Um, about dating a painter, about dating Pablo Picasso. Basically, bottom line is that she says that he could hold his <laughs> painting palette with his dick. I bet so many Picasso words.
1: could. Picasso banged. He had like women. <laughs> There's. Do you ever see that Anthony Hopkins movie about Picasso? No. Oof. That dude's dick getting some. Like. Play-
0: But I know that Gauguin, which there's a great joke in which episode um, where uh, Dorothy is planning the... Big museum gala for Blanche, and Blanche thinks Dorothy's trying to take her job. And Sophia comes to visit, and the museum guy is like, "We just got an, a nice pair of Gauguins." And she was like, "Are you kidding? My didn't never even saw my husband's own Gauguins." <laughs> anyway, Gauguin, uh, he was a painter who went to Tahiti and um, banged banged a lot in Tahiti, and then would and then painted all of these like um, beautiful young Tahitian women. Um, wow. Anyway.
1: That... <sighs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, I remember a few things from my art history classes in college. Uh, I remember um, nothing. So the the scene ends with Blanche saying, um, "You know, I lost one man I love when George died. I just won't do it again." Yeah,
1: she's 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 scared. She's scared about you know a man dying. She's scared about being left alone again. She's scared about giving her heart over to someone and having it ripped apart like when George died and you know
0: what I do think that there is something I wish we could have gotten into it more but I do think there is something interesting about this idea that when you're of a certain age you know and especially if you're a widow Mm -hmm. um, is there a fear that you know if you I think that's a very real fear that if you fall in love again and if that person also passes away like if you've dealt with that heartache once it, it is interesting to me that it's this is just now hitting Blanche. Like yeah. it's, it's come at a very,
1: I don't know. It, it, it just- seems random. Like there's no setup for it, there's no catalyst for it. Like usually what forces Blanche to do something is some moment or something changes that makes her flip her mindset. Whereas this, it's in the middle of the episode and all of a sudden it's like, really what changes her mindset is someone having a heart attack.
0: Well, yeah. Well, here's what would have been nice because she she was already having these thoughts when Morty threw his back out. Yeah. So if, if she had just been like with Steven and everything's great with Steven and I think I want to marry Steven yeah. and then he has a heart attack and that's when she's like, oh, I can't date older men that to me would make more sense because she's already thinking that in yeah. the very first scene when Morty throws his back out which like come on that could happen to anybody yeah um so i think maybe that's what it was that made it that moment hit a little less hard it's like well blanche was already blanche had already been thinking about yeah. this and maybe that's what makes it feel random yeah um um dorothy meanwhile is having a hard time being positive shocker Um, (laughs) I will say in this scene, she's wearing an outfit. This is to me like her Easter outfit. It's like white pastel pink, light mint green. Oh, I don't think it looks like a nightgown. It
1: looks like a nightgown to me.
0: (laughs) I think it looks like Dorothy's going out for Easter Sunday dinner (laughs) or church (laughs) and she looks stunning. Um, But she's having she's having a hard time being positive. And Rose tells her a story about I tried to write this name down. I think it's Hans Gluckenspanken Glukens, who set out to Uh-oh. find the fountain in tel- of intelligence and ended up <laughs> ended up drinking sewage water. Oh. <laughs> Poor, oh, poor Hans.
1: That's one of the few Rose stories that I actually enjoy.
0: Oh, poor Hans. Can I <laughs> you tell you? You who
1: loves Rose stories? Who? Alaska. Yeah. Alaska Thunderfuck loves Rose stories. I don't, I don't, we, we don't I, get that. I, I, I
0: like, I like some of them. Yeah. I like some of them. It's, 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 you know, it's always, it's 50, 50 for me with, with the St. Olaf stories and with the Sicily stories.
1: Sicily. Yeah. Some of Sophia's stories I can be like,
0: like I love, but at least it has character. One of those women was me and the other was Mama Celeste. Like I, I do love like, that I do
1: love when she says someone like, like it happened in this episode too when she said, Picasso, Pablo Picasso. Oh, that was Dorothy great. has a reaction where she's like, she bangs the table and love looks it. back and is yes. like, fucking mom.
0: Yeah. You know? I love it. I love yeah. that reaction. Great. Um,
1: and then the Blanche comes out after Rose tells her story. Blanche says, Am I interrupting something? And then Dorothy's like, I sincerely hope so. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's so great. Um Which is amazing. So Blanche says that she doesn't want to go on a date with a guy who wants well, to like take sh- a boat to Bimini, which I will say after watching the latest season of The Bachelor, Bimini is a beautiful place. I probably I don't know that I would have given that up.
1: Bimini. Um, Bimini. well she cancels the date because she admits that she does have feelings for mm-hmm. Stephen and that she misses him. And and they're all just like, "Why well, not just go see him?" Yeah.
0: Well just that's go- Dorothy who gives her that advice yeah. cuz Dorothy tells her to stop running and just, you know, go to him and follow your heart. Um, Open your heart to
1: me. Open your heart to me. Who sings that again? Um, oh my god. <laughs> just leave. Madonna. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, that's right.
1: Ugh. <laughs> literally killed five-year-old me
0: <laughs> sorry um but you didn't you who did who was it that you didn't know you didn't know like pebo bryson or aaron neville or something I know. like
1: both of them all right because well, a disney and b the bodyguard
0: all right well okay you didn't know don't
1: fuck with me you
0: didn't know someone <laughs> There's, and I was yeah like, it was probably
1: someone me? like you know someone from your nickelodeon days that nope. everyone fucking jizzes nope. over Sorry, I'm really, I don't know why I'm so crude tonight. I'm so crude. You
0: are, you are, I feel like you're Dorothy. You like had am, a moment you I'm were trying to be a little bit more I'm channeling positive. what
1: you should have had throughout and the And then episode. you're
0: shitting on me. You're shitting on people who go to yoga. Um,
1: <laughs> yes, I will continue to.
0: Um, Blanche <laughs> has a great line at the end of this scene where she's walking toward her bedroom. She goes, Dorothy, you always give me the best advice about well, man. yeah. Who says wisdom comes from experience? Yeah. Oh, just I wanted her to just kick her heel back and then walk because it was funny. Because
1: Dorothy at first was like, Thanks, like she was like, she was happy about it, and then all of a sudden she throws that kicker in. And yeah, (laughs) now the, the hospital scene they've done this setup before of a joke, but it still is reliably good. It's 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 a funny bit, so like. There's a woman in a hospital room. She starts crying. Blanche walks in. She's, of course, there's confusion. Blanche. And then he, the woman well, says, I'm I'm his wife. She asks, are you a relative? And then the woman says, I'm his wife. And Blanche thinks that But he Steven, said his wife
0: was dead.
1: Yeah. And then, and then.
0: The woman screams at her husband. Yeah. She was like, oh, so now you're messing around with a 60-year-old woman. Blanche's eyes go wide. Yeah. And then the woman storms out.
1: You're not Stephen.
0: <laughs> Here's. If I were Blanche, I would have... I mean, do you think she was doing that woman a favor? Because Blanche definitely didn't like run out the door and be like, oh, excuse me, ma'am. I'm so sorry. I thought that was Steven.
1: No, nah, she's too busy. She got Steven in the other bed. She got to focus also, on him. Also,
0: Steven heard that whole exchange go Hold down. because everything. He could have said He could have stopped it. He's literally yeah. two feet away. But he had
1: a heart attack Um, how long ago? Like, it feels like he's been in a I hospital don't for a week.
0: Yes, I don't... I didn't know what the timeline of this was because... Rose
1: O'Donnell had a heart attack and she was in and out of the hospital. I'm just saying she took an ass.
0: Well, this was also in 1990... I mean, who knows? Maybe people are, you are in, in the, the hospital, hospital for. Or? I mean,
1: I guess I don't nurse. There, I we don't we know. have some nurses that listen. Guys, tell us how long are you in the hospital for? Like a heart attack that you think maybe Stephen had. Let us know. In 1990. In
0: 1990. Um. And he's hooked up to the beeping of the EKG machine, I believe they're called, right? Yeah. It was so distracting. And I get that it's it one was one of those old a ones
1: with the paper. Um, which I think they probably had the electronic ones then, but whatever. Yeah, but the, I don't know. The joke, it, you had to have it for the joke.
0: But she sits down next to him and she starts like reminiscing about like a date that they went on and. His, I mean, his EKG, his heart starts beating faster. But he does this weird thing where, like, at one point, there's like a close-up shot of him, yeah. and his eyes kind of start to roll like in the back to of die. his head. And I was like, "Oh my god, she's killing him!" Yeah,
1: that's what they wanted you to think.
0: But then the nurse comes in. And, yeah, and he lives. Yeah, well, not I mean, not that the nurse saved him. It's just that Blanche has stopped speaking. Yeah,
1: and just Blanche's words alone causes a man to get overheated and excited, and he dies.
0: Can you imagine uh, having that? ability. to. I do. I have it. That's why I'm alone. I'm going to put the microphone up to my heart right now. Okay. No, this isn't going to work. Don't do it. (laughs)
1: It's not going to work for you. You, You're you're work. Does the stand make your heart pitter patter? If anything, I'll
0: just sweat more. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. I need need my towels too. Yeah. Stan
0: always makes my heart pitter patter every time I see him.
1: Oh really? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. I've never felt that. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs>
0: every time every time i leave no
1: i have i mean this is actually this is actually i'm sorry go on every time you leave
0: oh no every time i leave i and i don't know even if i'm just like at the movies with a friend i'll always like think about him and miss him oh that sounds like i'm really dependent on him but really i just enjoy his company
1: yeah you're codependent
0: i'm not codependent i just really enjoy his company
1: that's sweet and our though. dog that's sweet you have a great dog um He pumps you. He loves me. I'm I'm an animal whisperer. Animals love me. Um, That said, uh, so... Blanche and Steven. Steven, Blanche just basically says I'm in it. I'm here. I'm ready. I'm ready to commit to this basically. But and also Steven, Blanche
0: doesn't know how to read cues cuz no. he's going like Blanche and yeah. she's like oh, let me finish. And I'm like, "Oh god, how did you not know that that was a like mm, Blanche?" Yeah, I mean,
1: you can feel in those situations. Yeah. But of but course, like she he's back with Karen now. Karen was there when he needed her and, and
0: Karen, I'm like, Blanche showed up. Came to the hospital as soon as she heard.
1: Yeah, and that matters. That totally matters. I mean, I've had so many men in my life that I, for whatever reason, didn't act on them when I should have. And they have since ended up married or with other people. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's depressing. It's very depressing. But it's also like, I don't think it ever was meant to be. But um, it is. it can be... It can make you feel really shitty to think what could have been. Right. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um
1: it's a shitty feeling. But that said, I'm not going to do yoga to get over it.
0: Oh no, you're no, not.
1: Definitely not. <gasps> know what I'm doing? Drinking some Chardonnay.
0: hmm You've been drinking the shards lately, huh? I have
1: been drinking a lot lately. You like a
0: Chardonnay? <laughs> you like a good shard?
1: I've been I've been working, I have this new gig and different things I've been working on, I've been very busy that I've just been turning to the bottle, mm. but in like a positive, okay way. Yeah.
0: Oh, see, there you are. Now you're Dorothy back up with the positivity.
1: That's not positive because I'm, I'm <laughs> doing a depressant to get through the positivity. Oh, I see. But, uh, but I have been drinking a shot lately. I've been mm-hmm. drinking other, other types of wine too. Not just
0: have a little white wine. That, but certainly. I don't
1: go past the wine. I don't, I've sure. done an I've done a beer, but I don't really care about beer. Um, and, and I won't do liquor because liquor is like, I'm already a naked person. I don't need anything to help me get quicker naked. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And liquor will do that. Yeah.
0: I like a glass of wine before I go to bed.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I usually do a glass of wine before I go to bed.
0: Um, this, I, when Blanche was having this conversation with Steve and when she's kind of doing her like, oh, I just feel so stupid or like, yeah. oh, I just, you know, where she's kind of cursing herself. I'm like, I'm thinking of how many times we've seen Blanche do this in the past. She did it with Jake. Yeah. You know,
1: where she. It's a real feeling. Yeah. I I mean, there's nothing worse being caught off guard in a relationship. I just
0: want Blanche to go with her instincts. I know. know, that's what makes
1: her hurt.
0: I know. It's like she thinks too much or she hesitates. And then, oh, just can you imagine if we had like four seasons of Jake?
1: That would have been great. Where
0: he just like came in and out of her life. Why
1: didn't we have a Jake spinoff?
0: I don't know why Jake never came back. I don't know why out of all of the men in the women's lives, I mean, Stan obviously was a staple from the beginning. But other than that, we had, um, we just had, you know, Samuel Plankmaker.
1: Yeah, that's it. We just had
0: Arnie. Um, miles. Sorry. He was Arnie in the first one. I'm distracted. Cause you're taking pictures of me. I'm taking a me. picture
1: with Fraser behind um, you. It's going to be a great picture guys. Because,
0: like why, why could, why can't we have more recurring men? Like I, you these know men I like come to, in and out of the show and I miss them. I miss Jake. You you know I want what? another I like episode to thank, with Jake.
1: I like to think if you, if I you, want
0: the tall cop to come back and if sweep you Dorothy off her feet.
1: The only two actresses that had regular recurring mates in the, in, or, love interest if you will in the series was B Arthur and Betty White mm-hmm. the two women that sold the show the two women that were seen as sort of being the stars of the show but i don't think initially. That that's why i mean i think maybe who knows i don't think so who knows anyway
0: steven says that so
1: yeah but but there's a cute thing when blanche says Blanche basically understands. She understands everything, and she's, she's, uh, she says, don't, don't forget me. And then Stephen says something, oh, I can't. And then he pulls out the EKG. Yeah. The EKG? I e-
0: think so, the printout. The he printout. says, like, he'll always He's have like, this to remember I'll by. i always have
1: this printout to remember you by, which is a cute joke. That's I really cute. liked it.
0: And yeah, that is like a fun thing. Yeah. It's like you could put it in a photo album with yes. like pictures of you. You're just like, but then What's how are you going to explain
1: that to your new wife, like when you get married? You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess so this so. is that last woman who excited me. I wonder yeah. about that with like, with like, uh, like, like if I get into a new relationship or something, mm-hmm. right? And then they look at like my boyfriend at the time looks at my phone. And if they go back, I guess I have to delete all those texts, but if they go back to, like, anyone else that I was ever texting with, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, like, an extensive history.
0: Yeah, I I mean, well, A, they shouldn't be going through your text messages, but I think... um,
1: You've never gone through Stan's uh, text messages? No, never.
0: I think there's always a weirdness, like, literally earlier today, there's always just a weird thing where you have, like, remnants from, like, leftover, from, like, older relationships. Like, today I was going through stuff that... I had packed, when I moved from New York to L.A., Mm. I had all these, like, picture frames and shelves and stuff. Wedding rings, yes, (laughs) uh, that were under our bed. And I was cleaning out under our bed, and I have these two frames, and one of them was, like, a series of photographs that my last boyfriend, who I'm still friends with, had, like, made. But I was like, ooh, but it's a nice frame. So I, like, took all the photos out, and I, like, went to stand. I was like, we're going to use this. And then there's another one that was like again a nice frame but it was like this giant um illustration that a friend of mine had done of uh of an ex-boyfriend um oh, this is going to sound so weird but it's it's an illustration of him and he's like holding me like i'm his dick like he's <laughs>
1: If you know, I know Carrie's ex boyfriend. If you know his her ex boyfriend, you, you would it's like understand. A funny joke. It's something that he did. Like does you know, when you're like, day, he does a lot. You like
0: take a bottle and you're like, Ugh, it's my day. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I was like, this is a really nice frame, so I like took it out and I was like, oh, did I you have tell to get rid of this Stan now? that? No, I just took him out. So I, every
1: time you pass that, matter. you're gonna be like, this frame is living a lie.
0: No, no, because they're they're good frames, and you know, I'm gonna put like new stuff in it, and I
1: support it. I think um, I think you should have a polyamorous relationship and invite other no, stands into your life. No, i want it. I don't. I want you to get all the stand D.
0: I get all the stand D. I want I multiple
1: stand D. No,
0: no. I just need my <laughs> one stand. That's that's a great amount of D.
1: So Blanche leaves. <laughs> and Dorothy says that back she, at home back at home in Dor- the kitchen Dorothy says night. she's telling Rose that she's not gonna she's not gonna keep off she's not gonna go to the meeting today and she's over the positivity and she's over all of it and and Rose is kind of with her and they have this the wrap-up of this is actually kind of cute but it's a typical wrap-up that they often do but it's like they're all like Rose basically admits the only sort of positivity group that she needed was the, her friends yeah. the, her roommates which is sweet and then Dorothy
0: also doesn't strike me as someone who would last in a place like that no. like either 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 Dorothy drinks the Kool-Aid and she just like goes off and we never see her again where she literally joins a cult yeah. or which I don't think she would ever do or Dorothy just I like that Dorothy is kind of a cynical person. I always I would, go back to when she was at Mister Haha's.
1: Yes, yes, not enjoying
0: her birthday yeah. like that. To me, is Dorothy's for act.
1: I would never do it only because you can't Skype into it. Like I, you have to leave your apartment and go to it. I would never keep up some, with something like that. I barely can get to the gym.
0: This is why I come to your place to yep. do the podcast. It's also quiet here. It is. It's better. Yeah, it's a better space. It's
1: very quiet here. Um, but I also don't leave my apartment. I, there's a lot of happening outside. Right now, it's very windy outside. I'm afraid to go outside. Yeah, it's scary.
0: I did like in this scene. I know it's the last scene and it's such a dumb thing. But I liked that there were groceries on the kitchen island Mm -hmm. in a grocery bag. I was like, this is the last scene of the show. Well, like a small, lovely attention to detail. Like the production designer, like the set dresser was like, I'm just going to put some groceries. Yeah. I don't know. I and then it. and
1: then Blanche comes back and she tells the girls that you know that Stephen's moved on and stuff and and then she it basically ends with uh, Blanche saying um, but she did meet another man and he's recently single. It's the man in the hospital bed next to him, which
0: she definitely didn't. She must have walked out of that hospital room. I mean, whatever. It it's went a cute back.
1: end. But it's she goes, fun. yeah,
0: she's now dating the guy that was in the other hospital bed. She goes, he has the heart of a twenty-five-year-old. As long as his body doesn't reject it. <laughs> Blanche has learned nothing. Of
1: course not.
0: Which, no, it's great. I'm glad that she's, you know... Yeah. It, it sounds like... And she, I like I don't to think, think that she's taking risks now. I don't think she needs... Now. There's
1: nothing wrong with her. I don't think she needs to learn anything. I just think the only thing she has to do is find the man that is, is going to make her be more open if she mm-hmm. wants to be, and then yeah. that'll be something that works. Like, there's nothing wrong with her. Why do we... Wouldn't
0: wanna- it have been great... Oh, gosh, I just thought of this. If... So in the pilot, Harry yeah. is the one who leaves her because he has, like, a bunch of other wives, yes. remember? Yeah. Um yeah. C- can you imagine if, like, Harry came back into her life? Ugh. I'm now thinking of all the men that I would like to see come back into Blanche's life. Um, Jake. Only Mary Jake. Mary Harry. Mary Harry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, God. Definitely Jake. Definitely Jake. Um.
1: Well, that's the episode. My heart
0: aches for Jake. Yes. And speaking of... um, Jake
1: looks good to this day, by the way. Does he? I've IMDb'd off. Oh, that's right. I feel
0: like we did, and he does look great. Um, Speaking of Blanche dating, uh, the next episode we'll be watching is Triple Play. So we'll be able to see Blanche swing a baseball bat, which is amazing. Uh,
1: I love this episode. It's so stupid fun.
0: This is the... Baseball one, right? Where she dates a baseball
1: player. I believe so. Yeah, and and she trains him. She's training him. Yes. Yes, and then and then he has a a very sort of um, he realizes something about himself towards the end of the episode. That is.
0: Oh no! Is it not that episode? No, how is that episode not titled Triple Play? I think we've maybe seen that episode. That's why. Which one? Miles' daughter tells Rose to stop seeing him. Sophia's- oh, that's a good yeah. one too. Sophia has received over a hundred thousand dollars in social security checks, and yes. Bland rents a car and pretends to sell it so she can meet Man. Why is okay. it called
1: Triple Play? I
0: don't know. I guess because it has three storylines. I don't know. Um,
1: <laughs> anyway. Anyway,
0: I'm glad I looked that up because we would have had people being like, "That's not Triple Play." And rightfully so.
1: Yeah, that would have been rightfully so. Been um,
0: how, what did you think of this episode?
1: Like, I mean, it's it's not it's it's a passing episode. I feel like it's everyone's sleepy episode. Yeah, it's, whatever. it's okay.
0: I could I, if Blanche had stayed in that cowgirl sparkly cow, cowgirl outfit for the whole episode, yeah. I may have I may have been a little bit more into it. But my it golden takeaway
1: from this episode is self help is good if it's in the form of masturbation. That's
0: it. Oh, you don't want to?
1: No, elaborate? I think that's. I think that's pretty clear. Like the only self help you need is in the form of masturbation. That's don't, right. Because you feel don't worry about anything else. You get
0: large feelings of positivity for like six seconds.
1: I mean, I don't know what kind of masturbation you're doing. Um, <laughs> try like thirty.
0: Wow, <laughs> that's pretty great. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, my golden takeaway is. Um, If you are leading a positivity group like Mary Ellen was, uh, don't act in a negative way, especially toward new members, because it feels like it kind of defeats the purpose, especially people who are just maybe a little skeptic. So, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. But I feel like anybody who's listening, if you run some sort of positivity training, I feel like you already know that. You're saying to yourself, a nodoy, (laughs) because that's... (laughs) <laughs> Pretty, although if behaving in a negative way is like part of a, part of a way to like get people in or like that's how you break them down before you build them up, let yeah. us know. Cause maybe Mary Ellen was doing something genius that we don't know about. Maybe
1: we're not clued into it. Yeah. Maybe we're not yeah. emotionally available enough. Wow. Well, that was the episode. Guys, um, thank
0: you so, so much for listening if today. If
1: you like this podcast, you can find more at uh, com. You can also give us a donation at com slash donate. You can set up a one-time donation or a recurring donation
0: and you guys can follow us on Twitter we're at golden girls pod we're also on facebook facebook.com slash golden girls podcast and um, if you guys want to support the podcast but you maybe can't make a donation you can go to iTunes and you can rate and review us because that gets yeah. more eyes on the podcast or you can just tell your friends about yeah. it on social um, media or they on they the find telephone
1: you Carrie where
0: people can find me on Twitter I'm at squid eat squid I am squidzy on Instagram <laughs>
1: you <laughs> And guys, I'm H. Allen Scott. on, on everything. everything. And if you guys want, I'm I'm uh you guys can check out I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast yet. You should go to <gasps> Latterday. No, I am, yes. Um you can go to LatterdayJew.com and watch this trailer for a new movie I'm working on. It's, it's absolutely very exciting. Wonderful.
0: It's funny, it's so heartfelt. Many, yeah, it's, it's I'm really great. proud
1: of it. You'll be in it. There's a lot of it's gonna be, it's it's we're filming it now. We just it's going really well, and and we have this international travel plan for filming this this movie so it's very exciting if you haven't seen the trailer you you guys should should definitely definitely
0: check it out
1: latter-day jew it's Mm -hmm. l-a-t-t-e-r latter-day jew
0: and you guys can uh learn about my new projects ladders and ladders <laughs> with a D L-A-D-D where I uh tour the country talking about ladders and wow. uh, people who are afraid to walk under them
1: if you the Lindbergh baby that was a, a ladder was a big deal in that I
0: know that's so sad I
1: had to bring it down yep had to bring it down ha- well, you
0: are you're up and down you ended on a positively negative Dorothy note so yes. congratulations yes and on that
1: oh on that hey guys have a great time and Kiki I hope you're having a Kiki and remember As always, stay stay golden. golden.